0: Welcome into a solo edition of Box Office Quarterbacks. My name is Jeff. Today I am talking about Godzilla Minus One, new Japanese Toho version of the Godzilla franchise that just dropped in the United States last week, and it's taking uh, the internet by storm. Even the American box office is taking by storm. It grossed. 11 million dollars in its opening weekend. Um, it is uh one of the best blockbusters of the year, in my opinion. One of the most well made, big not even big budget, but one of the most well made blockbusters, uh, that I've seen in a really long time. And we've had some good ones this year. We've had, uh, you know, Oppenheimer come out, Guardians of Galaxy Volume 3. There have been some very solid movies. But this on a budget of $15 million does something that I think a lot of blockbusters can really learn from, which is uh, craft a very emotional story around uh, the fantastical elements of your uh, plot. In this case, it's Godzilla, a giant atomic breath breathing monster from the depths of the ocean. Here you have the story of a World War II kamikaze pilot who dodges his duty in the final days of World War II come in contact with Godzilla on the day he decides to uh, go away from his duties. And the opening five minutes of this movie are just some of the uh, scariest moments you'll see in any Godzilla or a monster movie in general. Like, we haven't got a brutal Godzilla, at least in the American versions, uh, where he is just a straight-up villain. Uh, First five minutes of this movie, he is stomping on people and eating them. Uh, It's almost like the T-Rex from Jurassic Park, the first Jurassic Park, kind of dropped into uh, a World War II setting. I really did love what they did with Godzilla in this movie. I loved his design. He was just so, um, so very monstrous. And that's a, just, uh, probably the, <laughs> uh, the most obvious way I can describe it, but like he, he's not even scaly. He's almost spiky in a way. He's just, uh, his atomic breath. And when he, Uh, charges up to unleash that power is just some of the best uh, blockbuster moments you can see. Uh, There's a moment when he's attacking a train in Tokyo uh, that I thought was very, very scary, reminded me of the Lost World Jurassic Park trailer scene. Um, You know, we're having a sort of Godzilla renaissance right now where you have Monarch, Legacy of Monsters, Coming out on Apple TV, you have the Kong and Godzilla franchise, the MonsterVerse, continuing on the big screen. Uh, This is completely separate, but I'm honestly very intrigued to see another edition of the Toho uh, Godzilla series, opposed to whatever Kong and Godzilla are up to next. They're running in tandem in that trailer that dropped last week uh, a lot of a lot of funny memes that came out of that one but um, yeah like there's nothing but good things to say here um, the the film maker behind this said that he was inspired by Star Wars uh, and he wants to direct a Star Wars movie and I after seeing this not only do I want him to direct another Godzilla movie. I want him to direct any star Wars movie that he wants to make, because if you can do this type of movie on a $15 million budget, you imagine what you could do with like 230 million or however much a star Wars movie costs these days. Uh, Just talk about really finding ways to craft a budget around a movie and you you know it's not like Godzilla is hidden in this movie like there is some jaws effects is w- w- what we like to call it on the show the jaws effect of not seeing the monster until a certain point you see the monster 5 minutes in they do hide him a little bit uh for maybe the the next 30 minutes but um he's scary when he's on screen he is very jaws like when he's in the water like you have his giant uh back scale sticking out of the water uh, makes it all the more tense. And yeah, just the characters here are great. The kamikaze pilot uh, being the main character and then his adopted family, I thought was just very sweet. Uh, his relationship with uh, his adopted daughter, the love story here. It's kind of like, will they, won't they? Uh, kind of a Jim and Pam story in the middle of a Godzilla movie. Is kind of how I would describe it. It's just uh, very sweet and uh, a little bit heartbreaking when you kind of get into the story itself and just the, you you know, the mental aspects of war are very on display here as well. Uh, Being a kamikaze pilot who uh, didn't go through with his duties, the fallout of that, the PTSD that this guy kind of. Experiences from his run in with Godzilla. Uh, everything about the human characters in here is so good. Uh, you have the crew on the boat, the, they're trying to destroy the mines left over by World War II. And like every character has their own unique thing. Like the captain is kind of this gruff guy. You have uh, a, a younger. Um, person on the crew as well and this guy is so eager to prove himself then you have the main scientist who crafts the uh plan or you know comes up with the plan to take down Godzilla and like the scenes and in, in their prep to do this and to go after Godzilla really reminded me a lot of Oppenheimer in a way like when you know you, you see Jay robert oppenheimer come up with the atomic bomb in that movie and all the equations going in here uh it reminded me a lot of when went down in los alamos and christopher nolan's movie that's just another testament to this filmmaker and this film it is one of my favorite movies of this year and i you know i heard great things going in people were talking about how it, it was just blowing people's minds and I honestly think that it lived up to expectations. I think that it is a movie that you need to see on the big screen because, you know, the bigger, the better with Godzilla. Honestly, Uh, the last Godzilla film, which was Godzilla versus Kong, came out in the middle of the pandemic, and we didn't see a movie like that on the big screen. And I think that that kind of hurt the experience of seeing giant monsters fight Um, it's, this is a very self-contained story. Like there is a very clear sequel here and it's set up, but it's not set up in like a post credit scene where, which is kind of like the, the Marvel model that's been done throughout Hollywood for a while now. So, um, honestly, if you can't tell, I love this movie and if I were to rank it, on the box office QB's rival fantasy scale, it's, it's the highest of honors for me. It is going to be a hall of fame movie. Uh, go see it while you can, while it's in theaters. And if you can't, like rent it on home video as, as soon as possible. It is very well worth your money. Um, speaking of money, though, it's time to plug our sponsor, Rival fantasy sports. Go to joinrival.com slash box office QBs. There you could find a link to get $25 in free play, $10 on your first deposit, and up to a $200 deposit match. Uh, You can try Rival Fantasy for free. They got fun stuff on there. Um, Fantasy football, the season is winding down, but you can uh, get things You know, go and maybe start up a dynasty league for 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 next season and, you know, start your your draft that way. You got fantasy bingo. You have rival challenges where you can pit, you know. Let's think of two random players, Chris Olave versus Mike Evans, and you pick who you think is going to score the most points that week. And that's it. You win money if you if you guess right. So it's pretty awesome. Uh, So is Godzilla minus one. Uh, Go see that movie. Tell us what you thought of it in the comments. But this has been another edition of box office quarterbacks. My name is Jeff. Uh, We will see you guys next week with some new episodes. Uh, Have a good rest of the week.